1: know if the team saw that but what just happened while the theme song was playing to gear up the show tonight i took a huge sip maybe a too big sip of my starburst c4 energy drink which i'm loving i had already told these guys that like get to the store i'm not getting commission make that clear (laughs) it just it actually tastes like a starburst like if they marketed a product to millennials it's like we know millennials will eat starburst they love it we know they love energy drinks starburst energy drinks here we go sold but i had to like fill my cheeks with energy drink so i didn't spit (laughs) it up on my microphone and that like (laughs) just happened for legit folks like that that happened so is it like one Uh,
2: flavor at a time or do they have like combo flavors
1: they have apparently well the pink one is the strawberry right which i think is like their. Strawberry's top flavor, but they also have the cherry. And I was conflicted. I saw the shelf; Str- there was the s- strawberry on one side and the cherry flavor on the other. And I had to literally go inside my brain, and it, it felt like quantum, it, like time time slowed down. And i I traveled back in time mentally, and I was like, if I had a handful of Starburst, am I eating more strawberry or am I eating more cherry? And it was the strawberries that went out. For every like four strawberries. There were only two cherries, and I was like, "There's the answer." And th- this was like—I felt like I solved world hunger. That I—that I freaking—I <laughs> had a cure for AIDS. Like I—I I was like, I came back in time, and I was like, "This is all we have to do is pick the right starburst flavor. All our hum- humanitarian problems are solved." Uh, that's how passionate I am about my energy drinks. I guess <laughs> but, uh, I had no idea I was gonna say all that stuff, guys. <laughs> See, I'm now I'd rather go...
2: have a Skittles one, but, like, not one flavor. <laughs> all the flavors at once, like you usually do.
0: Oh, my God. Never... You're one of those monsters who probably puts just, like, a handful of flavors. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, never... I mean, I, that's not to say I wouldn't separate well... like, my favorites at times, but, yeah. Was
1: like there a favorite peach favorite ring stuff. Starburst? Because apparently the other flavor is, like, peach ring. And I'm like, when do they ever make a peach-flavored <laughs> No Starburst? I never heard of no. that.
0: Yeah, Peach is just, like, know. a whole candy on its own.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, like, have you ever gone off on a tangent and then felt yourself get like light, like lightheaded? Like you had a point to make, <laughs> but then you said so many things without taking a breath of oxygen, or maybe it's this box. I built a sound box in my office, and like maybe I've just like insulated it too much. You might be suffocating, <laughs> and I'm actually I'm actually deprived <laughs> of oxygen right now, and I don't even realize it. Just clunk. Uh, now I'm trying to get Jordan to spit up on her microphone because she also has a beverage. Hey. Yeah.
0: super close
1: yeah yeah uh speaking of crazy things i saw this crazy space opera a long time ago flipping through channels like when tv was like made where you had to actually go through channels i know it's like a mysterious thing you're right folks i don't even know it's like almost like a myth a myth a lot like a legend what do you mean turn channels
2: <laughs> it's like Pluto um, tv for modern reference
1: yeah yeah uh, So it stuck out to me because it's really funny And it kind of reminded me of like Spaceballs There's not like that many space adventures That are also funny Like humans finally get to colonize space But like we left our Our sense of humor behind us So we didn't take it with us Because um, most science fiction is like serious business Like aliens popping out of your bodies While you're trying to eat lunch Or like you know entire worlds being wiped out By super bombs Like you know science fiction is like usually pretty dark But um, this one's pretty cool and they're ice pirates. But of course, through the whole movie, they referred to it as water. Dave's going to explain later why, what the deal is with that. Um, But first, we're going to go to some headlines, home video headlines, and see what's going on in movies and TV before we dig deep into the, the ice pirates. James Wan is going to produce a product called Thread, which is being described as Back to the Future meets Aliens. So I was sitting here, and my first thought was, back to the future plus aliens so it's like aliens have killed my parents and I go back in time to stop the aliens from killing my parents is it, you know, you know was like is that it because the basic premise of back to the future is he, uh, there's a mistake is made and his parents are going to disappear from the timeline and he's got to like clean it up before he doesn't exist so I mean or I guess it could be more global right the aliens are probably rip- wiping out everybody right you probably have to like undo that or it
2: could be like go back in time to stop somebody from Making a transmission that the aliens
1: receive. I I don't know. I don't know. Something. It sounds cool. I'm in. James Wan is like the modern aficionado for all horror movie stuff. So, you know, anything he's usually attached with is usually pretty good. It's at least Um,
2: decent. At the very least.
1: And then you guys were texting me this real steel story about Disney+. Plus. They're going to kick out a real steel show. And... I don't know if that being in like the zeitgeist or the atmosphere or the cloud helped boost our numbers for the real still episode, but that thing's blowing up. Um. Oh, and the Santa Claus series on Disney Plus, which Dave, I didn't think you were excited. You didn't. You weren't. You weren't too happy about this one. You're like, really? I I like the first one, but it should have stopped there. Like, it just kept going oh. and
2: going, adding well, Easter bunnies and Jack Frost. The I Tooth think.
0: Fairy. Yeah, the Jack Frost. It gets, <laughs> the, gets a little.
1: Well, okay, well the, the 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 sequels that came later were definitely more toned down and more kiddy. Like the original retained some of its biting wit from the original script. The original yeah. script was like R it was like either a hard PG thirteen or a soft R, because he actually shoots the Santa Claus off the roof to replace him as Santa Claus in the original version of the script, right? So that's like it's definitely a different movie, right? So um but I do like that Tim Allen is coming back for it, so I'll take something with Tim Allen in it. That's fine. Uh, then I was reading there's a rumor floating around that they might do a Gabriel spinoff of that malignant horror movie, which is he's really popular online and in social media. I don't know if he can hold a whole movie by himself, but also he's like locked away inside of his sister's mind, right? So how's that going to work? I don't know. It'd be cool, though. Oh. Potentially I threw out a spoiler. Sorry. You should have listened to our malignant <laughs> episode that came out like three months ago. Um, and now on tonight's movie, Ice Pirates, in the distant future, scarce of water, space pirates go around, and, uh, these ones that we were watching at the beginning of the movie get caught stealing ice from a spaceship, They get sold to a princess looking for her dad, and he might have found a planet completely made of water, or at least overflowing with enough water for the entire galaxy, um, I kind of mixed IMDBs. Summary with my own words there, but that's basically the movie. Uh, Dave, fall out and drop some dangerous facts about the Ice Pirates.
2: All right, we got some facts here. So uh, even though this movie is a comedy, it was originally supposed to be called The Water Planet, uh, written by Stanford <clears throat> Stanford Sherman, who had written Kroll. And it was supposed to have a more serious tone and a big budget of $20 million, which was a lot at the time. Uh,
1: okay, pause, pause. There's two things I got to touch on right there. Uh, I had no idea this movie was related to Kroll in any way, shape, or form, but it makes a lot of sense why I would gravitate to this movie because I love Kroll. Kroll's a huge, uh, fantasy movie, the super famous fantasy movie, but I think that one was a box office failure, but over the course of like 35 years, it's like one of those tapes that you pass around, you know, like, like a Fist and Roller Star anime movie or something. <laughs> Kroll's yeah, it's really cool cold status, yeah, it's like all the humans have their little magical powers and weapons, but they're fighting like space aliens, actually, yeah, they're technically aliens or like dimensions or like dimensional beings from somewhere out there in the void, who knows, um with a magical weapon that's pretty famous um so that's a cool connection that I never even realized until Dave put it on his little trivia sheet, and then the other thing is what it, oh water planet that makes a lot of sense because they didn't change the dialogue in the movie. You know, they probably had the whole movie shot before they changed the title. Right. So everybody in the movie refers to even the frozen water, which is ice. They just, they, they are talking about water. They're trading and dealing with in amounts of water. Nobody, I don't think anybody refers it to ice one time in the movie. So they're like, (laughs) I think just when they're talking about stealing the blocks of ice, but that's about it. Yeah. I mean, but that makes sense. Do some ice
2: pirating. (laughs)
1: Yeah, but apparently that's the most convenient way for these people to cart it around—is huge blocks of ice, right? I mean, that kind of so, makes
2: sense in the future with yeah. no water.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so let's say NGM, uh, who actually financed the movie, was having financial difficulties at the time and uh, took the twenty million budget and slashed it to eight, and uh, brought on director Steve Refill to um, write and uh, direct it into a comedy. So I guess they figured. A, a jokey tone would make up for the lack of uh, a <laughs> production design from the extra twelve million it would have had um
1: Dude, what? Steve- hold on Should we talk about box office right now or after the next one uh we can talk
2: about it uh we can talk about it now if you want. That's fine. well, um,
1: my reaction to Dave before the show was like uh i would I would expect this one to flop too because the set pieces are immaculate, like and they have so many setups, costumes, the model yeah. like yeah, like it looks There's expensive, like, yeah, yeah, and
0: a whole new setup, like every couple of minutes really yeah, I yeah. Was, for a second i was like where are
2: we now <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. well they, I, I noticed they did a lot of stuff on, i mean this isn't i didn't put this in the regular facts but i know i was reading that they they molded stuff out of car parts and they like they retrofitted a lot of stuff because they wanted it to look like kind of a junky future like you know um you know so not junky all clean and pristine
1: i mean we're like pre-mad max <laughs> right now in real life so like this this is not that far off, Dave. Come yeah, on. Sadly not. I mean, your grandkids are going to be flying around with robots selling water. Okay? Just want to let you know that. Actually, so we, have to have like a, we have to have, like, a huge leap forward in technology, like how we got computers in the 80s or whatever, like or the personal computer in the 80s, and now we have our handheld computers in the phones. We have to have, like, another jump, right? Like, we need, like, sub speed technology to show up. Then we can go cruise around and sell water, apparently.
2: <laughs> um actually the director felt that the production was a fiasco because there was a change in studio heads in the middle of filming and uh actually more money was taken away from the budget but you know he said he got the job done and was able to finish it um kevin costner originally turned down the role of jason i mm. felt like it would have been a much different movie with kevin costner in that role um i don't know i don't feel like kevin costner is a very funny guy <laughs>
1: Who will um, later sign on to do a movie with water in the title. Right? Yeah. He um, goes on to do Waterworld. Right. Exa-
2: Waterworld feels like this, except it has too much water, and this movie has no water.
1: <laughs> or Ooh. very
2: little water. Um, Actually, talk about spoilers. The, the theatrical trailer actually gave away a major spoiler by showing the actual final shot of Earth, <laughs> which is <laughs> the missing seventh world in the film. It's, like, the, that's it's the, the, the mystery. mystery. It's the,
1: yeah, yeah. They're looking for this this magical planet, the whole movie. And you're saying that the theatrical trailer shows you the planet. After
2: I read the fact, I went back and rewatched like, okay, I got to see this for myself. And sure enough, it's like right there. Like, okay. So you spoiled your own movie in the trailer.
1: So they kind of screwed it in two ways. They spoiled it in the trailer and they get, they titled it incorrectly. You know, I don't know. I mean, they do technically haul ice, so I guess it's okay to call them ice pirates. But... I mean, there
2: is a scene of them steal of pirating ice, so I guess by that definition it works. But mm. yeah, the rest of it, they're just talking about water.
1: Jordan?
0: I mean, yeah, you're right. I remember them referring to it as the liquid. It's like past <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. No, ice pirates. Mm.
2: <laughs> I guess we should move on <laughs> to favorite bits.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: Dave
2: um yeah. my favorite bit was um i mean this movie's pretty uh, goofy but there was a bit with a i don't i don't know if it had a name but for lack of a better term i'm gonna call it a pimp robot because i don't pimp know what I'm, yeah and i'm gonna I, i'm gonna clean it up so we don't get the explicit for this episode but it's sa- it basically said hey y'all do, do y'all want to see some boobies but a much different word for also
1: that. not just a pimp <laughs> robot like a a uh the only robot that doesn't seem to have a master? He's like on his own. He's running yeah. his own business. Right. The other robot, the other robots are subservient to their programs. That guy was like on his own, had his own bit legit business. He's like, "Get in this car, I'll take you to a party." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that robot's do actually that robot is doing the best out of all the robots in the movie. He's you know what I'm saying? Like cuz all the other robots get trashed or thrashed um they know kung fu
2: apparently or ninja or <laughs> karate it, i think in the trailer it, they call them karate robots uh, in fact or kung fu robots
1: that's weird because they're only swashbuckling in the movie which is more accurate to the whole concept of pirates they mostly yeah, just it. The, the trailer's
2: wild on its own go back and watch those 2 minutes cuz they call them kung fu or Ka- karate
1: robots so that's like the marketing department got this movie and they're like what the hell is this how do we even <laughs> describe this to regular people that's you, so funny. Like <laughs> average family of four, who the hell is going to see this movie? <laughs> wait, what do we do? <laughs> like, well, this kind of looks like karate. Just tell them it's karate. Okay, it's karate. Yeah, I can't you know, wait to
2: in watch 1984, the this is probably the I know, right? We got to go back and like 14. research.
0: Yeah, wow. it sounds like it's for a completely separate movie so far. So it will be interesting to
1: watch. Yeah, not nothing lines up, right? Like nothing yeah. at all. Like here, yeah.
0: Felt I mean, wow. it's it's kind of a it, but...
2: it does have a plot, but it's also very episodic. It's like okay, very. now we're gonna go get their junk ripped off. Oh, they get saved, and now they're gonna go help the princess find her father. Oh, but we got to go through this time portal or or what have you. It's I mean, it's fine. Hey, David, that's
1: like a lot of bang for your buck. Okay, you get that much adventure in one ninety-minute movie.
2: Lots they did a good time. job. No, it's it, I mean, it felt like like a bunch of different shorts with the same characters, but they just moved them on to different adventures.
0: I completely Works. agree. I liked it in that way. The whole castration machine. And then they go oh, it it incredible
1: <laughs> storytelling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like chompers, exactly which up. is like the jaws of life. It's gonna rip right. off body parts. Yeah. To make units. The they like, have a whole unit factory. Yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly. And then they yeah. serve the party. That was kind of one of my favorite bits, was giving me like this. Sci fi Willy Wonka vibe, Mm. a little bit. Mm. You know, they're like doing, I don't know what you would call, whatever it is, electricity, and the lady starts like floating in the air. I thought that was just different, but definitely my favorite scene was the environmental chamber with Jason and the princess. It's what are they called? The passion storm.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, he had his own custom. He had his own custom He's fantasy just, ready to go yeah. when he hooks up with ladies. He's got it. He's like, so instead of like he doesn't have a special move, he has a whole damn program in the holodeck or whatever to go in there. He's got it ready to go. He's got his own his, his love uh, tape. Yeah,
0: it is. I was just laughing so hard.
1: Uh, uh, it would work on Dave. I know it would work on Dave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the passion storm just had yeah me. Nice. had me got me good it was awesome so, yeah.
1: uh so my favorite bits are the opening which i think gets you into the movie like when they bring their junky robots to try to take over the other ship and steal the blocks of ice in the opening kind of like will set you up for like what am i watching i don't know but these robots are really cool looking it's kind of goofy now what's happening and then you're at uh, Jordan's favorite part, the castration factory. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, so I love the opening fight scenes with the robots and the comparison between the robots they can afford and the robots at the like Royal Templar base, whatever, because they're space Templars. They're not just pirates. They're their their uh, opposition is like these Royal Knight dudes um, who run the galaxy, apparently. And uh, my other favorite bit is the Time Warp final fight of the movie. So... This is pretty ingenious and I can't think of like another science fiction like there's been time travel in in sci-fi movies but like speeding up and slowing down the time and messing around with how old the characters are. Again, another reason why I thought this movie cost a lot of money because they aged every main character like 45 years in that scene, like every 5 to 10 seconds or every 3 or every couple of minutes, they were like another 10 years ahead. And so the, they're taking guys that are in their 30s and 40s and warping them to like 80 which then they finally got replacement actors to play like the 90 year old versions of them but before that it was all makeup effects and then right to the fact like they're even making like pregnancy jokes where it's like we just had a well i'm pregnant no here's your son oh really like i don't know because five seconds ago i was in a hallway now you're pregnant what's happening And <laughs> you know and then then he's a then the actor plays the full-grown son he's like hey dad i'm here right. to help you you know like he's a pirate too you know like that was all incredible. Like a yeah. time more fight me, You just
2: made me realize that this, um, another mo- a big movie from last year ripped off an element of what you just described from this movie. About really? The whole having a child really fast thing. Oh, what what? It was I mean, spoiler alert for the folks who didn't see it, but Old has a similar plot line to what John just described.
1: Oh, yeah, Old is uh the movie made by M Night Shyamalan where they're on an island and they don't know why they're aging fast. Yeah. 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 Um, which people like that, I guess. Um, I, I did. I mean, it was like a
2: 50% Rotten Tomatoes, which is about right. Either you like it or you don't. I, I kind of hmm. liked it.
1: Hmm. It's like uh, a Twilight
2: Zone episode.
1: I can't necessarily guess your rating because it, I, I feel Jordan's being more enthusiastic than Dave is on the movie. <laughs> so, I mean, I could guess, but I don't know if people want to hear me guess what you guys think or just let you guys just tell me. Um, Dave,
0: you go. Know?
2: Um, I'm going to say binge later. I did enjoy it. Mm. I had, I had a lot of fun with it, um, but I don't exactly, I mean, if you have a a watch list of movies, you're probably going to want to watch those before this, but it's fun. It's a fun, like Saturday afternoon kind of movie.
0: That's totally how I'm going to need to like think about my ratings from now on because you guys have like tripled my list. So it's mm. like, okay, where's this going to go on the list? Is it going to the top or is it going to the bottom? But yeah, I had a great binge later. I had also a lot of fun. I was just cracking. I was on the treadmill. I was like finishing up the movie, <laughs> so, like the, the, the passion store, but I'm just like, I have my arms covering my phone because I'm like, I hope people aren't watching me watch this just like <laughs> laugh so hard, but yeah, had a lot of fun. It was good. Binge, binge later. Nice. What about you, John?
1: Uh, straight up binge now. Like, uh, so I guess from a propaganda standpoint, sending everybody a copy of this movie is like suggestive of like, hey guys, watch this. You know, like, like <laughs> just zip <laughs> off a of Blu-ray. I wish there was like a documentary about it. I wish like uh, they had talked to the actors or whatever. Um, but again, it's like maybe too far back. No one really did behind the scenes then. You know, so. Some um,
0: super iconic people in there, like Angelica yeah. Houston. Yeah, like,
1: Angelica Houston. Yeah,
0: yeah and, I was like, Ron oh Perlman, My like, goodness. Like, yep. Like, yeah.
1: Like arguably, he
2: arguably, the bigger everything. stars were the third or fourth. Like you, like,
1: you brought up another favorite bit, like Dave. Uh, speaking about Ron Perlman's pirate, he's a cook. He's like an enthusiastic, passionate cook, and his recipe gets ruined. Oh, the by an element we didn't bring up. Yeah, we gotta talk Nobody about this, this about movie. The space herpes.
0: Yeah, this movie
1: introduced space a living, breathing yeah. space herpes. So if you get infected by space herpes, it's a monster that's gonna crawl around and bite you. And at one point they're like, Oh, the whole ship is infected. So the guy lifts his hand off of the manifold. You know, you know what I mean? He's like, What do you mean? That's pretty good. Oh, space no, herpes. What a night.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, usually on a Monday you think you're just gonna talk about like how the Patriots do in the football game or like, yeah, John's energy drinks or Jordan's treadmills. We're going to talk about space <laughs> herpes.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was definitely an interesting element of the movie. Whew,
1: just this is how so you know Jordan's good. a real binge watcher. Cause we keep sliding these titles to her. She just keeps watching them and <laughs> commenting on them. Like, you know, I wonder, Dave, what do you think is, we're going to get to the breaking point where she's like, why did you guys make me watch this?
2: I, I I have a feeling there's going to be something in the mix at some point. <laughs> she missed out on some of the worst ones or best ones, depending on how you look at. It. She missed out yeah. on Greasy Strangler, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's an endurance trial. That movie. Oh wow. Um, it'll be fun. Yeah, we'll be. It'll be an interesting experiment to see. Like we you're just like.
0: It's what I'm doing all this training for. Is yeah. for the yeah. is for all these movies. Trial by fire
1: every week. Yeah. Uh. Oh, fan service. No, wait, staff picks. Uh, yeah, I got nothing for fan service. Uh, I'm not doing contests right now. Whatever. So, and they didn't. Com- they didn't give me like a comment like that guy. Like, oh, hey, holidays. holders?
0: Yeah, so, the uh, I, uh, comment. I was. Like, I want positive oh, comments,
1: right. but the <laughs> negative <laughs> ones are more funny than, than the positive ones. You know, so well, keep and-
0: on- you're not too big of a fan of the holidays, so it's like, oh, okay, I see uh, why John picked this one, but it was way more. Negative. Wait, are you
1: saying I'm being biased in the in the picking of comments? <laughs>
0: no, I'm just saying I was like, oh, okay, uh, so I'm just glad the holidays are over.
1: Yeah, yeah. Dave loves Christmas. Okay, um, yeah, I do somewhat. You got pajamas that suggest that you love the holidays, David. I do actually. I do have six. Christmas
2: story pajamas. Yeah, so I got a there you go. six
0: sweater for Christmas or for the holidays too. I noticed.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. shining sweater.
0: Mhm.
2: Ah, so cozy. So, do you watch anything this week, Jordan? <laughs> stuff. <Steph, laughs>
0: I feel like I need to be exempt of this section because you guys just don't like the stuff that I binge. No movies that are worthy of talking talking
2: about about tv well
1: actually your cheer the cheer thing that you're watching on netflix is like number one on netflix yeah Yeah,
0: binge that and all all day saturday but mixed bag of emotions for sure so it was good it was really good
1: now let me ask you this do you believe the theory that they produced a show like cheer which is a reality show about the cheerleading competitions you ever heard of a movie called bring it on Oh. Like, they made, like, four or five of these.
0: <laughs> have, I heard, have I heard of the movie Bring It On? Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, of course. Um, no, I love the, the show because it does really show the athleticism, which is what Monica, the cheer coach, talks about in this first episode. It's, like, the first five minutes of the first episode of season two is, like, the reason why she agreed to do the docu series is to show the dedication the athleticism of the sport cheerleading that nobody knows about, but like it really, because of the popularity of the first season and things that had happened, it just like totally spiraled out of control and Mm. it was just so good. But there's so many things that like bring it on, like was on point with, which is like the superstitions in cheerleading is just like, they were not playing around with that. It is so true. So weird and yeah no i just think bring it on is top notch and i just like love it every single time i watch it obviously the first one <sighs> i don't think i've seen any of the other ones but
2: that's the only one i've seen is the first one
0: the writing in that movie like really good too if you go back and watch it there's a lot of it's freaking funny it's hilarious so mm. yeah binge i was tour. there
1: <laughs> I was a high school mascot, so I got to hang out with the cheer team. Like, yeah. I wasn't put on the bus with the football players. I was put on the bus with the cheerleaders, Wait, and like, Mom. let me just say, socially, I got into trouble with some of the football players who were supposedly dating the same girls I was dating on the cheer bus. But I don't know because I got no confirmation. So, and I'm a big blue horse, so I'm gonna act like a horse. I don't know, you know, uh, forgive me all the hell, you know. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's 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 the good old days.
0: Uh,
1: brings me back, Dave. Did you
0: binge
2: anything, Dave? I've I, I watched quite a few good things. Um, the two newest things I've seen, um, everybody's talking about them, they're the big new movies. Um, Scream, binge later. It's not bad, it's not great, it's towards the bottom of the series for me, but um, it's not as bad as three. So, oh, yeah,
1: sorry, I had meant to pitch you that in headlines and I forgot. That's
2: okay, I yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think. You know, I think you can wait for Paramount Plus a rental on this one, but, you know, if you want to go to the movie theater and you're dying to, sure, why not?
1: I, I honestly think any of our fan theories in our Scream 5 episode where we were trying to predict what they were going to do is better than the actual movie that came out. I'll just throw it out there.
2: It's not bad. I mean, and it, I, 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 it got me by the third act. I know a lot of people complained about the third act, and they didn't like the killers, and I can't argue that, but what the main characters do um, kind of got me, but... I don't know. It's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but it's not. Don't. I I would say if you want to see it, don't let any negative reviews sway you go watch it. Whether you go see it in theaters or wait for home. Uh, It's not, it's not bad. It's just, it may not be what you want. I don't know.
1: Hmm. Um,
2: Tragedy and Macbeth. Best thing I've seen all this week. If you have Apple TV plus watch it. If you like Shakespeare, watch it. If you don't like Shakespeare, I don't know. Try it out. It's beautiful. (laughs) Um, and, but the thing I think everybody or that like our audience would probably like or maybe don't even know about is a movie called Tokyo Fist. Um, I have a Blu-ray of it, but you can rent it on most, you know, Voodoos and Amazons. Um, it's a Jap, It's from the guy who did Tetsuo the Iron Man, which is a movie we did on the show ages ago. Um, so if you've seen that movie, you know, it's very crazy, kinetic, uh, a lot of crazy camera angles. Um, it's also probably the most brutal movie I've ever seen in terms of, of a boxing movie. <laughs> Um, like when people get their faces hit, it's like literally turning into ground meat. It's nuts. It is one of the most violent it's probably the most violent <laughs> boxing movie you will ever see. Um so check that, you know. And it, and there's like two boxers fighting over a woman, so there's a weird love triangle, and then they have to fight each other. And it is like I said, the final battle at the end is the most brutal boxing. All
1: right, watched. tune in next week when yeah. we're watching Tokyo Fist. Yeah, I was gonna
2: <laughs> so, say, love yeah, go check that out it's, it's just different. So you know, check it out. Uh, John, what did you watch? Uh
1: Netflix reminded me that I had started watching Space Force, but never really watched it. Oh, so I watched, sorry. I watched. Well, I watched episode two, and there's a really fun, like a ridiculously funny part of episode two. So, um, a foreign country satellite breaks our satellite on purpose and we're trying to figure out how to fix it. And the general who doesn't understand basic physics and astronauts and how NASA works is suggesting that we do all these crazy things. And then there's a secret mission. Meanwhile, there's like another spaceship floating in outer space. It was like a, a PR mission and it's a, a monkey and a dog are in another spaceship that we own floating nearby. So they're like, well, can't we just have the monkey go outside the ship and fix the broken satellite? And, you know, the scientists are, like, looking at the general, like, wait, you want us to tell the chimpanzee in sign language to put on his helmet and go outside with a drill in his hand, float over to the satellite and fix the broken panels? Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to do. That's the mission. And then you watch this unravel, and, like, so that for that, like, 15 minutes of television, like, I was, like, rolling out of my seat because... It was ridiculously <laughs> funny, like, and it kind of ties into next week's movie, because next week we're actually watching what what's now referred to as the Legacy Collection. It's the original sequel to Planet of the Apes, the original series that came out between like 1969 and the early 80s. We're going to watch uh, Beneath the Planet of the Apes, which is actually my favorite of the original run of movies. What's interesting about this thing, like, you talk about shared universe and, like, how Marvel makes all these movies that are all connected, like, the original Planet of the Apes were all connected. Like, every story was, like, a continuation of the last movie. So, it's kind of cool. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give, like, a mini history. Like, I'm going to do, like, a rundown when we start the episode next week. A rundown of the Planet of the Apes continuity. All right. And, uh... You know, buckle up because this is a great end back of the day hits to like drop into Beneath the Planet of the Apes. It's going to be pretty, pretty, uh, you know, it's going to go off the rails, I think, but we'll have a lot of fun. Uh, Yeah, I recommend a two drink mini- minimum is what I'm going to recommend because it's Planet of the Apes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if I say drink every time you see a monkey, then you're going to die because there's way too many monkeys. There's like 150 monkeys in this movie. Hmm. What's the best
2: um, drink to have with it? Would you say it's a brass monkey? Wow, David. For all those Beastie Boy fans out there. <laughs> I would say 99 bananas, but. So is that a real drink? <clears> exactly. <throat> you know, <throat> it's, uh, so it's you 99 know bananas.
1: The problem is, it's one of those things like it's designed to make like a Kahlua. Like you mix it with like cream, but. It, it it sets off your gag reflex fairly quickly maybe because of the artificial it's banana so flavor
0: gross. yeah it, it's it, like ever like, clear yeah. and like artificial flavoring practically cuz
1: it's yeah so gross. it it'll ruin it'll ruin a night of drinking yeah. with your buddies if you start it with 99 bananas your night is over very early cuz it's not Y'all, fun
0: or you guys should check out Hallerhead i never have a good night on Hallerhead but it's like Kentucky mm. whiskey with banana flavor it's like the nelk boys came out with the uh, Hallerhead I don't really know the Nelk boys too much, but just know that they're rascals. And uh yeah, they they, they make Hallerhead and it is or they love it. I
1: like I that know. you call them too. rascals.
0: They're, That's great. It, that was put yeah. kindly from what I hear. Yeah. But yeah, it's a lot. It's like runs flavored Kentucky whiskey. Like banana runs flavored Kentucky whiskey. Nice. Not a good jojo and uh, i drink heller head but you know whatever
1: Dave, you already watched the Monkey movie?
2: Not yet. All right, I'm gonna watch the first one and that one this
1: week. Well, there you go, Jordan. It's way too much monkey if you watch both the first and second one in the same sitting. <laughs> Break it up. Got <laughs> it, it. Yeah, yeah. But they do recap the first one at the beginning of the second one. That you know.
0: Okay, so uh, maybe skip ahead.
1: And if you get if you get lost, you can always ask. But. Yeah,
2: I mean, I've seen the Mark Wahlberg one, so I should be good, right?
1: <laughs> Just to go right into it. David, please turn in your binge watcher's license at the door. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: oh, man. I seem to remember, like, Helen and Bonham Carter being all into Mark Wahlberg in that movie.
1: I kind of want to save it for next week, but I can say the, there's one thing I respect about that movie. It does follow the book. There's a book, guys. There's a Planet of the Apes book. It's a French novel. That's what started this whole thing, but I should probably Please. save it for next week. Everything I know about this show.
2: Oh, Davis. I think somebody else is going to be bringing their facts next week.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> oh, right. Shit. Yeah, you're off the hook, Dave. Because I, <laughs> I got it all. I got it all. All right. Actually, well, actually, no. Because I want to see what you can find out about Ronnie McDowell and the uh, makeup effects and the controversy and all that. Yeah, everything. Else. We'll see what you come up with. It's like all a right. test, David. Yeah. It's actually one thing I don't have to do for the show is turn in the trivia. It's like your thing. And then we're going to we're gonna slowly evolve Jordan's thing. But her comments about the alcohol was good. <laughs> Appreciate it. It makes the binge bold before. in the title. Yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly. That's
1: been real binging on the show in a while. Of course. That no, that's what I'm right. saying. Planet of the Apes, crack it open.
0: Get your house. out, y'all.
1: We weren't at the same New Year's party, so we'll make up for it during our Planet of the Apes episode. Uh, disclaimer not that we're actually doing any of this stuff. It's all a joke. Don't worry, people. <laughs> Drink responsibly. Yeah, just whatever they say. Yeah. We actually, Jordan, we used to have a disclaimer on the show because it was, yeah. We'll see I what happens like, next week. I think yeah, those right? were the,
2: the John and Nick like solo days or John. <laughs> you guys get really drunk.
0: Getting right That's down.
1: not, we never got, David, are you accusing us of getting really <laughs> drunk on a, a public forum? I'm like, God damn. I don't know what you're talking about if i hadn't already played the end song i would have played it off right there you know but i already played it okay folks come come back and see what happens yeah (laughs) we'll see you next week stay tuned folks good night